When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Hello and welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey, a writer from Dublin. And I'm Karen Moynihan, I'm a graphic designer and Sweet Valley High recapper slash blogger. What an amazing title. I know. <laughs> I wish that I could officially describe myself thus, but now we can describe ourselves as Sweet Valley Podcasters. Podcasters, yeah. It's exciting. We, we are very excited about this. <laughs> and we're going to start by uh, explaining our how we both discovered Sweet Valley, our, our Sweet Valley journeys. Indeed. Um, so, Karen, I know you first read the books in kind of in the spirit in which they are intended Yeah, so read. I would have been quite an earnest, book-loving 11-year-old <laughs> in primary school, um, just working my way through the shelf of Sweet Valley High books in the library in Dungarvan, loving them and just thinking Jessica was the coolest. You did think she was I the coolest? Did, did I you did. not see her evil? Honestly uh, not. I just oh, thought, dear. like, she just does whatever she wants. It's amazing. <laughs> And in my head, I was like, I'm probably more like Elizabeth, you know, a bit boring. Whereas now yeah. I realise she was just a judgmental a-hole. Yeah. But um, well, I mean, there's really, it's like... <laughs> it's the benefit of hindsight, really. Isn't yeah, it? it's kind of a, they, it is a bit of a shit sandwich. That's my <laughs> there's choice. No choice. Yeah, there's no, like, there's, there's not really a good option no, between the Wakefield twins. There really isn't. They're bad at their own terrible, mm. unique Different ways. Unique and terrible ways. <laughs> um, was it my Sweet Valley journey slightly different mm. because I first discovered them um, around the time they came out, but not by reading the actual books. Because we used to, my family used to do our get the messages in the big shop uh, in uh, Artane Castle in North Dublin. And the supermarket, ha- there was uh, a supermarket and there was also a bookstall come news agents and my sister Jenny and I this would have been in the mid 80s used to go in and just read the backs of the Sweet Valley High so books tantalising <laughs> they were so tantalising and we knew who everybody was because of reading the blurbs mm. and uh, and looking at the covers but never actually read any of them and then by the time I did read them I was about 12 or 13 and I was sort of into like Paula Danziger kind of good cooler stuff well actually like sort of 
proper inverted commas <laughs> YA books so they just seem kind of ridiculous and then when I was uh, in my late teens somehow a copy of Crash Landing Amazing. and Alone in the Crowd <laughs> two classics absolutely yeah um, appeared in my house and Jenny and disappeared I, one day <laughs> I genuinely can't remember how they got there they just like manifested and um, Jenny and I read them and just found them completely hilarious and kept finding them hilarious and just managed <laughs> to acquire through the charity shops of Dublin Amazing. a pretty much a complete collection and have just found them hilarious ever since. To the extent that when I was on my J1, when I was like 21, <laughs> I joined Boston Library to have, um, you know, to have a supply of books and I went to the teen section and uh, they had some sweet values I'd never read. Ooh. Uh, and including... The one where Todd returns from Vermont, Vermont. which for those who have not, uh, who are not as quite as, as familiar, <laughs> as worryingly familiar, Todd is, is Elizabeth Wakefield's longtime boyfriend. And then there's a period where he goes to Vermont and she goes mm. out with Jeffrey, Jeffrey French, who yeah. no one cares about. No one remembers. <laughs> really. yeah, whatever, Jeffrey, but, but we could, I could not, I'd never read the one where, you know, Todd returns. Mm. And I'd read one when he was back. And okay, yeah, you so skipped I all the... Yeah, I hadn't the return missed. Yeah, I'd missed that bit. So I got a bunch of Sweet Valleys out of Boston Library, but I was so ashamed that I actually <laughs> said to the librarian, I'm writing a thesis on teen <laughs> literature. She didn't ask me. Like, this is, <laughs> she didn't care. She, so I just felt oh, the God. shameful urge to explain myself. Amazing. Um, but what's great about that is that I would love to read someone's thesis about Sweet Valley High. So I would, would be I. so into that. Why didn't I write <laughs> you it? You should have done it. Oh. You should have followed through on your lie. Oh, God. Well, making up for it now. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do in the podcast is uh, explore each book, mm. um, starting, of course, with the first, the Double one and only. Yeah. So, I suppose we just dive right in uh, with the blurb and the taglines. Yeah. Um, so the tagline on the cover, under a picture of the twins, which kind of sums up their personality. How would you describe this picture? It's yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like an establishing. This is their them and their personalities. Mm. And Jessica's, you know, she's wearing a denim jacket, so she's a bit saucy, obviously. She's got a raised you know? eyebrow. She she's does. Like, yeah. She's up to something. She's always scheming. Yeah. The hair is all loose and flowy. It's, uh, it's a good look. Wild, wild mm. sun-kissed waves. <laughs> those peaches and cream complexions. Oh, those aqua blue eyes. <laughs> Colour of the Pacific Ocean, oh. you know. Yeah, well, not so much there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elizabeth. Jumper. Ugh. Just. And, and looking like a Stepford wife. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, the tagline is, share the continuing story of the Wakefield twins and their friends, their laughter, heartaches and dreams mm. it's slightly lame because I guess mm. it is just kind of we don't know anything about these people what's what's going on here who are these yeah. fascinating twins the taglines do get better I think as, oh they get as a lot better along. and usually the ones on the back tend yeah. to be yeah actually this is quite a good scandalous. if you would like to read it out okay so on the back it's will Jessica steal Todd from Elizabeth dot, dot, dot. <sighs> she's gonna try I mean obviously you know yeah yeah. and the uh, the actual blurb is um, it's, it's actually this blurb is kind of a classic so, uh, will I do the honours? Go for it, yeah. Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield are identical twins at Sweet Valley High. They're both popular, smart and gorgeous. But that's where the similarity ends. <laughs> Elizabeth is friendly, outgoing and sincere. Nothing like her twin. Snobbish and conniving, Jessica thinks the whole world revolves around her. Trouble is, most of the time, it does. Jessica, it's true. It, it, well, it, it is true. She, um, this is true too. Yeah. Jessica always gets what she wants at school, with friends and especially with boys. Mm-hmm. 
This time, Jessica has set her sights on Todd Wilkins, the handsome star of the basketball team, the one boy Elizabeth really likes. Now it's a game of double love with Todd as first prize. Not a thing. It's not a thing. What is <laughs> double love? Not, it does not make sense. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Elizabeth doesn't want to lose him, but what Jessica wants, Jessica usually gets, even if it ends up hurting her sister. Meet the Wakefield twins. They're guys. <laughs> and the rest of the gang. A sweet valley high. Amazing. Dot, they're dot, guys. Dot. I love it. And, uh, they're, they're, they're many, many guys. Oh. So um, this book starts off with the very first Wakefield twin description. It's true. And it because it's the first one, it's spectacularly over the top. Yeah. Like, it, they really go hard. It's insane. Right in there. It's, uh, uh, I mean, in the first paragraph, we're told that Jessica ha- uh, shows off a stunning figure without an extra ounce visible anywhere. Because <laughs> heaven for Oh no, no extra ounces here, people. Yeah. One perfectly shaped bronze leg. Mm, that sounds like some sort of weird statue. A bit saucy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, one thing we are going to... Bronze leg. She's like one of the statues outside the Shelburne or something. <laughs> yes. she's, she's not mortal. Uh, then the next page, but this is completely um, deranged. She's the most adorable, most dazzling 16-year-old girl imaginable. And uh, it's so relatable. Yeah, you know? I know. I, well, Who among us has not been a dazzling 16 year old? That's how I was des- <laughs> described many a time oh, yes. when I was that age. Oh, but oh my God, I've just noticed that they have, uh, in the first book, they break with what is subsequently convention because her eyes are described as being the blue green of the Caribbean. Whoa. <sighs> Because if you... It's are, Pacific Ocean. That's, it, that's it's, canon. It, it is very much <laughs> canon. In literally every single other book. Absolutely. Pacific Ocean or get the fuck out. I yeah. mean... Oh, I don't know. This is... Um, I think they were just getting carried away. Yeah. Uh, then we're just... We get the, the... This is more the classic one. We get... Uh, both girls have the same shoulder stri- length, sun-streaked blonde hair, the same sparkling blue-green eyes, the same perfect skin. <laughs> Even the tiny dimple in Elizabeth's left cheek was duplicated in her younger sister's. Younger by four minutes, in case you thought they were like fucking with you by saying she's yeah. younger. Yeah, twins. an integral part of their identities is the four minutes between them. Yes. It comes up so often. It actually, it really does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're told that they're five feet six on the button mm-hmm. and generously blessed with spectacular all-American good looks. Like all Amer- what does that even mean? It means white. It does, I think, doesn't yeah. it? Isn't that terrible? It means white and waspy, oh. is, which is like the Aryan nation of Sweet Valley High. Big time. We, we will discuss this later as well. Oh, God. Um, and they're wearing the Lavaliers. Or Lavaliers. Lavaliers? How do you... I don't know. Oh, I thought it was like Lavalier. We probably should have looked that up, how to pronounce yeah, well, that actually, ridiculous word. <laughs> we, we are going to have a regular slot called... Yes. Asking Americans, mm. where we're going to ask, because we can't tell no. what is just complete Sweet Valley madness and what is actually standard. For part. real 80s Americana. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't know. It might as well be Mars. So, uh, yeah, they're wearing their Lava Watsons, <laughs> and, which were presents from their parents on their 16th birthday. And the only way you could tell them apart is a tiny beauty mark on Elizabeth's white shoulder and one other thing, which is that Jessica never wears a watch. Ever. Because the party doesn't start until she gets there. Yep. I'm sure that would, you know, work out very well to job. Oh, big time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's basically, we, we get in there with just a very, very graphic description of the Wakefields that goes on for literally, like... It's pages. It's like, like seven it is, it is. pages. Like, the first chapter is pretty One, much... One, two, three, four... Okay, it's it's really, it's five pages. But that is a it's lot. It's a lot. It is a, it is a lot. Like, it's a solid five pages yeah. of... 
compliments. <laughs> <laughs> How amazing they are. Yeah. And then we get our first introduction to Todd Wilkins. Ah, Todd. Yeah. He's he's pretty boring from the start. <laughs> he really is. Boring uh, and dumb. Yes. So well, dumb. He's, he's not... He's not bright. No. <laughs> in this book. He's like the opposite of bright. And he wants to, he rings the house and he wants to get in touch with Elizabeth. Mm. But of course. Jessica picks up. Yes. She's incensed that he's looking for Elizabeth and not her. Because how dare he? Yes. How dare anybody? Indeed. Not, she, she's a terrible sister. Just oh, for the actual worst. Yeah. She's monstrous. She really is. And like straight off the bat, it's like just lying for no good reason. And manipulating and yeah like why like she genuinely <laughs> doesn't have a reason None. um and and like she's got a lot in her mind because today she's going to find out if she got into Phi Beta Alpha a sorority because apparently that's a thing in high school yes <laughs> that is another asking American thing yeah. by the way yeah because um, that just makes no sense to me whatsoever no but maybe you know maybe it is a thing maybe it is this is this is also no this is so foreign to us and <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah she's she's Manipulated Elizabeth into pledging this yes. ridiculous. Yeah, Elizabeth has no interest in this. Yeah, but of course she goes along because she's a sap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to victim blame here. However, <laughs> however, Elizabeth just needs to grow a spine when Big it comes time. to yeah. her sister. So she's pushed into joining a stupid sorority. She has mm. no interest whatsoever. In. Yeah, and uh, and she's been spending quite a lot of time doing stupid. Like pranks. Oh, yeah. Like, is it hazing? Is that what that is? Well, yeah. Except it's things like, oh, you had to dye the mashed potatoes in the cafeteria. Oh, they make them purple, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, And like, order brilliant. a pizza to chemistry class. Oh, so. you crazy kids. What? <laughs> I know. Um, and then we get another first. We get the introduction to the Fiat Spider. Amazing. Again. Rock. Well, Fiat Spider. <laughs> <laughs> no <idea>. <laughs> <laughs> These are all things I've tried to Google and it's like... You need Google with like an 80s perspective or yeah, something. Yeah, 80s at this filter. stage, there's just too much of everything and I don't know uh, what's right. So if anybody can help us out with letting us know what the car that <laughs> the twins were zooming around in. Zipping or, around, parking as, perfectly. As Jessica says, oh wow, am I going to be hot today in my tuxedo shirt, driving my Fiat? Look out, Sweet Valley. <laughs> and that's another thing we have to, we're not quite sure about. The tuxedo shirt. Yeah. Mm. We've been thinking about this. We have. We've got, like, there's a chads, which I suspect is probably the most likely, that it's like uh, one of those sort of flat-fronted shirts with like cleats. a fancy dress shirt, kind yes, of? Like you'd wear to a wedding? Yes, an evening clothes. Yeah. But there's another alternative. It's true. <laughs> which I, think which I would love. <laughs> yes, which is... <laughs> that it would just be literally a t-shirt with like a tuxedo printed on the front. Which actually would be way cooler. It really would. Yeah. Mm. I would actually have more respect for Jessica. I think I would too. If she was wearing such like a thing. That's something I would probably rob off a sister if I had one, you know. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I mean, I have three sisters and uh, I did steal, rob their clothes. Their and I would shirts. <laughs> steal their tuxedo shirts. <laughs> so um, when she goes off in her tuxedo shirt... <laughs> Uh, she manages to do her first dickish activity. Well, actually, she does quite a lot. Mm. She she uh, she takes the car and uh, and sort of zooms off so she can return. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's like she just wants to make an entrance. Or yeah, something. without her boring twin. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, style. yeah, which is I don't know, fair enough, I suppose. Um, but we when when she has done this, we get our first introduction to Enid Wands. Oh, poor Enid. Yeah. She's Elizabeth's best friend and, you know, show don't tell, Sweet Valley Writers, <laughs> because we're constantly told people thought she was dull, but there was something almost mysterious about her. So she knew things other, that other people didn't. 
or had a secret she wanted to keep. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert, the next book is called Secrets. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think if you have to say, like, Edith Wallace was anything but dull. Yeah, you're protesting too much straight away there. Yeah. You know? Um... So we get the the first example of Elizabeth of uh, Jessica sort of gaslighting Liz, where she's like she does something annoying, and then is like, "Oh, I forgive you for de- for criticizing me." It's like this is starting the way the way she means to go on. Yes, she yes. does this a lot, it's starting a pattern of terrible behavior. Yes, and also manipulating other people's words. So they're trying to give out to her, but then she turns it around that they're like end up apologizing to her yeah, and telling her she's amazing. Yeah. It happens a lot. I know. It really happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we hit another trope. We find out that Elizabeth writes the eyes and ears column. <sighs> Riches. <laughs> we'll have more on this later, but this is, Elizabeth is like, she wants to be a writer. Mm. She's very serious about being a writer. So she what is. does she do? She writes a trashy ass gossip column for the school paper. Yeah. But it's like the most important thing ever. Yeah. And, and that's it's really just like. Like they're not even blind items. No, that's what really annoys me. I think <laughs> it's just like. Would you prefer Jessica it? W is like what? Yeah. Would you prefer it if it was actual? Would you have more respect for her skill if I it was think, actual blind items and not? I think so. Ken M. Yeah. Been, <laughs> there'd be a bit of creativity at least. Yeah, that's you know? true. It is. It is very lame. It's yeah. Like I really. She's not even trying. No, she's and she's very pleased with herself about it. So pleased with herself. Ah, she's she's pleased with herself about a lot of things. <laughs> um. But she she uh, she also arranges to meet Todd. That's right. Yes, after school. Yeah, but what happens? <sighs> Jessica. She just kind of hijacks the whole situation, doesn't she? And in fairness, because he is a he's a dope. He's, he is a dope. Yeah. He he just like goes along like, with okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> just like led away. Just like yeah. the big Egypt. He Pretty is. much. Yeah. He is a big Egypt. He's a actually. Dope. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Elizabeth is is very sad about this. So she she consoles herself. By a sort of shtick she does with her brother, which is incredibly irritating. It is. It's, um, and we're meant to find this endearing. Yeah. It is not endearing. It is not. It's, yeah, it's this weird game that they play where they pretend, they each pretend the other is really ugly. Yeah, it's like, oh, you must be that ugly Wakefield twin I heard about, I've heard about so much about. Um, that's like your repulsive face couldn't show, have shown up at a better time and it, basically the premise is that people praise them so often that you know it's uh, it's hilarious to to say oh no we're not we're so gorgeous that oh, like gosh. we just have to laugh about it and say how hideous we are because no one could ever think that was true <laughs> you know I think it's it's like the, it's not even self-deprecating because no. the whole point of the joke is that ha 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 imagine thinking we're ugly like they're it's just such an outrageous thought. It's yeah. like, no one would possibly ever think that. Not a Wakefield. No. A he Wakefield or a she Wakefield. <laughs> <laughs> so, Both flavours. Um, so yeah, they just, there's a lot of Elizabeth just moping around. There is. She's so dramatic about Todd's just kind of being <laughs> easily led away by <laughs> yeah. Jessica. That she's like, yeah, at one point she's like, I'll just do the decent thing. Die. Yeah. Oh, I really uh, get just, a grip. I mean, even when I was a very angsty teenager, we've all been there. But yeah. like, I wasn't that bad. Seriously, no. She she doesn't actually do anything when Jessica, you know, drags Todd away. No, she just kind of watches it happen and, and just doesn't say anything afterwards. And then when she she kind of gives out to Jess, but Jess starts like crying <laughs> and saying like, "Oh, I didn't abandon you and go off with Todd." Oh. Um 
And then Jess, Elizabeth just sort of lets it go. And yeah. she does she throughout. She never calls her out. No. Like, at all. And it's very frustrating. Yeah. And it gets worse. <laughs> the books go on. It's but, all just downhill from there. But Jessica, because Todd is, is not really responding as she would like, she, she goes off uh, and struts down the street because whenever she was out walking, she never failed to attract a good deal of attention from passing so cars. So creepy. It's like, I, like, that is a very unconvincing 16-year-old. It is. Like, I mean, this part of me thinks, should we applaud her for sort of owning her sexuality? Uh, yeah. But, it's, but it does not ring true. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It's. It just sounds like there are creepy guys beeping at her. And it's like, that's, yeah. that's not validating. No. And also, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of depressing it if it is. Grim. And then she attracts <gasps> the attention of one Rick Andover. <gasps> With the he's got a, he's got an eagle tattoo and he, he dropped out of school so he's bad he is a bad news bear and he has the most amazing chat up line the ever best, the best would you like to share it okay, with the okay. listeners because this is this is a classic sweet value line it sure is. So he, pulls, he pulls up beside her in his car which is probably something impressive I don't know it's a souped up Camaro oh wow yeah. amazing yeah tell us what that is listeners because okay. we've no idea yeah again oh he has the ice cool handsomeness of a junior Clint Eastwood mm. how about that a hint of danger lurks in his sultry dark oh, eyes it does okay but the best chat up line ever pardon me heaven which way to Mars? Oh, slick! <laughs> Makes no sense as well. I just don't understand Heaven, these people. Mars! Oh, what is he talking about? Uh, that he's like oh. offering her lifts and saying like, I'm driving you home. That is, unless your mommy warned you never to take rides with strangers. And of course, Jessica goes off in the car with him. Yeah, why Why wouldn't she? But Oh yeah, but also he just kind of knows where she lives, which is extremely creepy. Yeah, and he says something like how he knows where all the good looking girls... Yeah, he so says, I'm making a habit to know where all the foxiest chicks in Sweet, Sweet Valley, Valley live. live. Like, he sounds like a sex offender. He should be on like, the he's list. On, he needs to be on a register <laughs> yeah, somewhere because really that does. is not cool. <laughs> oh, he's so gross. He really is. And she does go out and date with him. She does, later on that night in secret. And it is... To the one and only Kelly's. Kelly's. <laughs> Which is the only name so far, and indeed would have about like five in the entire series mm. of surnames that are not 100% wasp. True. So, like, Sweet Valley isn't just incredibly, incredibly white. Sweet Valley is less diverse than my Dublin suburban housing estate in the 1980s. <laughs> like, uh, it is. It's meant to be in California. Yeah. And it's. Uh, yeah. uh, so, there's. You know, no surnames that are not waspy. Mm. Like, there's... Okay, there's Maria Morelli. There's... There's Kelly's. There's, there's Kelly. That's <laughs> kind of it. Yeah. Penny. They are few and far between. There's Penny uh, Ayala. Ayala. Yeah. And that is literally it. Everybody mm. else is like, Wilkins, Patman, Wakefield. Yeah. Fowler. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's... um. It's kind of sinister. It's like there's been some sort A of creepy bit. racist ordinance. Yeah. Which actually wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I have read the Sweet Valley sagas, which are like the past of all oh, the characters, nice. and there's no Backstory. reference to it. Oh. But you know, it wouldn't surprise me. It's implied. Yeah, it is kind <laughs> of implied by by the fact that it is the waspiest place honor, waspier than you know, everywhere in England. Than yeah. Thing. So uh, yeah, they go to Kelly's, which is like this divey roadhouse. 
bar. Yeah. Oh. And of course, because no Sweet Valley people have even had, you know, a few cans down Never. in a field. No. Even the presence no of alcohol. No bags of cans for the lads in Sweet Valley. No. That's Good sure. Lord. They are, even when they have parties, they are like 100% clean teens. Pretty much. And if they do drink alcohol, so this is spoiler alert for 100 books down the line, <laughs> but somebody, somebody will die. Yeah. It will end in tears. Yeah. So uh, Jessica goes to, to Kelly's with Rick and it is... It's, it's not good. It's not. It is not a wholesome place to be. No. And of course, Rick starts. He uh, he has like one beer and a shot of whiskey and then like starts a bar fight. Yeah, he That's does. Like, like he's, he's kind he, of a lightweight. I mean, <laughs> he really is. For it together, Rick. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I mean, oh, you know, it's like it's a beer and a shot. Yeah. Like he drinks it in about a second, but you really should not mm. be that pissed. No. On that. Mm. And then somebody steps in who is like a sort of kindly old barfly and uh, he says something like I'll be glad to give you a lift home if your boyfriend won't and he's presented as being like a nice guy but really yeah. you should be not accepting lifts no, from strange middle aged men in bars. bars yeah definitely not like that's it because Jessica wants to go home and Rick isn't having it isn't yeah because he wants to keep starts. boozing yeah. and then somehow <laughs> a fight starts yeah. it's it's not clear cops are cold anyways so yeah that's, that's probably there every weekend if Rick mm. is if this is how he carries on after like <laughs> <laughs> drink and a half um, but he's 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 arrested and uh, it actually says yeah his name's Andover and this isn't the first time he's tried to bust up my place <gasps> this is the bartender okay he's got form yeah Mr. Kelly possibly very possibly yeah, yeah. He's, he's not named <laughs> so Jessica gets taken home and she does something pretty terrible she does but she's also quite shaken I suppose so you could that's true I, yeah yeah but mm. yeah, so the cop mistakes her for Elizabeth. And she doesn't correct him. She doesn't, no. And, uh, yeah, I suppose that is... kind of see how he calls her Wakefield and she's like, yeah, that's me. Yes, and she's like, oh, I know Elizabeth Wakefield. Yeah, and she kind of just leaves it at that. Yes. Because when he drops her home, he's like, stay out of trouble. Elizabeth. Liz Wakefield. Liz Wakefield <laughs> of Calico Drive. <laughs> and who is passing by? Caroline Pierce. <gasps> Gossipy redhead. Yes, uh, this is her very first gossip. It's kind of her first appearance, isn't it? So it's her oh, first... Oh, yeah, I think it is. I don't think she's been mentioned up to now. It just says, yeah, it says her sorority sister. Oh. Jessica didn't notice her sorority sister. Um, but Caroline heads home straight to the white princess phone in her bedroom, which served as a central switchboard for Sweet Valley High Gossip. Another question. What the hell is a princess phone? No idea. I just... Like, is it, so is many it, references. Is it a phone with a crown? Ooh. Is it like was it a make phone? Oh, maybe, it's maybe. A please somebody enlighten us again. I feel like this is something I've googled and just been none the wiser. Afterwards. Yeah, because I mean, you probably get like Disney mobile phones. Or That's something true. Like that. Yeah, it's like Princess like, Jasmine phone. Like, yeah, it's not really the same. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Caroline of course. Spreads the word because she is the that, yeah that's it. It gets out the next day that Liz started a riot in Kelly's yeah like some um, kind of bad girl, which actually you think would make people, her more interesting yeah you know because she's pretty dry as so it boring. is boring. But the kids in Sweet Valley are super lame because they all think she's terrible and she's an outcast now. And they're, they're really shocked. Her. They're so horrified because none of like, them have had a bag of cans. No, in a field. <laughs> they need more bags of cans. That's that's what the thing is. Here, yeah. yeah, I mean, not that I'm encouraging underage drinking, <laughs> but you know, fictional underage drinking, fictional though, underage okay. drinking would be fine. <laughs> so Elizabeth is uh, goes into school, and there's an incredibly ridiculous scene in which Enid is like, "I want you to know, Elizabeth, that I'll never abandon you." And instead of saying, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, she's just like, "What?" and 
doesn't really press it. No. Yeah, and she's kind of like to go again. It's like, just ask more questions. Yeah. She's, you want to be a writer? Ask some goddamn questions. Yeah, she's a terrible journalist. <laughs> yeah. You know, I speak as a journalist. I would not, you know, if I was mentoring the young Elizabeth, I would... I would have some words yeah. put it that way um, but yeah she like Elizabeth Enid gives her this giant speech yeah. about how like I'll always stand by you and it's really odd yeah and Elizabeth just sort of lets her go mm. which is a thing that kind of happens in it's a TV and drama trope where somebody doesn't ex- they they let somebody kind of ramble on and they go oh no I can't talk anymore and let a misunderstanding lie yeah and instead of just saying, okay, stop, stop, what let's talk about, about this. Yeah. I didn't do this. <laughs> Not like, you know, just letting them waffle and then run away, which is what happens in this. Pretty instance. much, yeah. So, and then Ronnie, of course, who is Enid's... Oh, he's terrible boyfriend, Ronnie. Mm. He's really possessive. Mm. He's not a nice guy. No, he's terrible. We don't like him. No, we don't like Ronnie. He's really horrible. He's he, as boring as Enid is. She deserves like, better. No one deserves this kind of carry on. No, and he's he does not approve of Elizabeth. No, because now of her her antics, <laughs> supposed alleged antics down at Kelly's, <laughs> her bad girl oh activities. I, I, I kind of love how scandalized everyone is by I, the fact that she went to Kelly's. Yeah, supposedly went to Kelly's, and that. They just think she's the worst. Like, they act like she murdered someone. Yeah, they really do. Like, they need to calm down a bit. They're very hysterical, considering yeah. they live in a town where, as, you know, if the next 150 books are anything to go by, it's very lively. There's a lot of drama, yeah. Yeah, a lot like, of stuff happens. Strap like, in, kids. This is going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> if you're scandalised by Elizabeth not, you know, being in the presence of alcohol, mm. like... What a what! I don't know the, what to tell them. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they're they're very easily shocked. They are. Although there was an amazing bit when Bruce is kind of slagging off Liz, and he's like, "Well, if it isn't Roadhouse Rhoda." <laughs> <laughs> Bruce has a t- he's got some tendencies to to, some sort of, to to speak in a weirdly sort of. <laughs> old-fashioned way. He has his moments where he speaks like an old-timey gangster. He does, yes. Not this book, sadly. No. Where he's doing like, you better listen to me, see? You know, now he's calling this Roadhouse Rhoda. Like, you know. He's just, he's he's, he's a gangster from the 30s. Yeah. Trapped in the body of a 80s douchebag. (laughs) In a Porsche. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you could imagine him doing the like, that's Roadhouse Rhoda, see? (laughs) What are you up to, right? smoking my cigar. (laughs) Oh man, I would I would read that book. Yeah. Um if there was more of that. So, yeah, the thing is as well is that not only okay, Bruce is calling her Roadhouse Rhoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roddy is just like acting like she's a pariah. Yeah. But Todd Todd oh, is scandalized. Sweet dumb Todd. He's not even that sweet in this. He's kind of uh he's he's kind of shocked by her activities really and uh, and then when Elizabeth finally you know confronts Jessica yeah. about it Jessica just starts crying she does and it ends up with them hugging and Elizabeth telling Jessica she's wonderful and I like I feel like I've read that bit a couple of times and I still don't know how it got to that point it's like Jessica's a she's master so gaslighter like it's yeah so it doesn't end up with um, Jessica apologising no. for letting everybody think this incredibly scandalous thing she just like ends up being the victim yeah. somehow. She does eventually kind of get a bit of a guilty conscience, and like because Todd is so like unimpressed with Elizabeth now, and Jessica's 
really trying to get him to get her. Oh yeah, he's trying. She's trying to get Todd to bring her to the dance. Yeah, there. I mean, for those who don't or don't know or or don't remember, there was a dance in Sweet Valley. Like, oh, like every book, yeah, surely. every week. Yeah, practically, pretty much. I don't know how you know they actually have time to organize or these go things. to classes. Or yeah, anything. it's just <laughs> one be, dance after another. Full time dance committee. They must be exhausted. They must be. Oh, maybe that's why they were all so trim. As we're constantly told because they're like all constant the time. dance marathon. It's like the opposite of the town from Footloose. They just <gasps> must <laughs> dance all the time. <laughs> maybe that's another of their creepy, weird ordinances that maybe. they 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 have to by law have yeah. constant dances. So, um, but yeah, she does get kind of a, an attack of conscience and confess to Todd that it was her and not Liz who was in Kelly's. And Todd, but Todd is such a dummy. He's like, "You're so noble, trying to cover for your sister." It's like it's. Dude, listen to her. <laughs> what? Also, why would you think this? Like, you actually know Jessica yeah. is kind of like a you know devil may care. She's a party girl, you know. Yeah, she's she's also you know she she clearly does not give a shit what other people no. think, and she's the sort of person who would you know go out to the Kellys and let her sister take the blame. Yeah. Why would you suddenly think she's suddenly so noble? Yeah. That she would allow you know that she would sense. she would lie to yeah. save her sister. But really it doesn't make any That's sense. Out of character completely. It, it, completely, but it doesn't make any sense at all that everyone even believes that it's Liz. Like if you kind of if you know the twins and have been to school with them, you know Liz is really boring and right and you know yeah. Jessica is a bit wild. So it's like, oh one of the twins was in Kelly's obviously it was Jessica. Yeah. There's like, they're, well, they're strangers to logic. <laughs> in Sweet Valley, it is not a strong suit. No, and the thing is, they uh, like Jessica is just constantly worried about like the effect on her of people thinking that Elizabeth <laughs> was in Kelly's. It's like you were the one who was in Kelly's. It was Jessica. you? <laughs> oh my god! And then what do you needed like take? Todd to the beach to cheer him up and they like frolic in the surf yeah that's a strange moment it is it is a bit and and then they were all just talking about Liz the whole time because <laughs> that's all anyone does in their spare time is talk about either Liz or Jessica that is true you know, yeah. they are the centre the they, they really are the world does revolve around them or Sweet Valley does at least yeah actually no wonder Jessica's the way she is because it's not actually you know impossible to mm. believe that she is a, uh, you know, that she that she is the the center of the universe yeah. because people behave like she is completely. So, fair enough, Jess. You know, <laughs> you had us there. Okay. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> so Todd gives in to Jessica's wiles mm. and he agrees to take her yes. to the dance. It's the Phi Epsilon dance, I believe. I have no idea if that's a fraternity. I think it is the fraternity. Okay. Yes, and I think Todd might be a member of it. Um. Yes, and this is how he, he asked her, Jessica, you're wonderful. Todd, you're the greatest guy I've ever met. Do you know that? What sort of response is that? Uh, Listen, exclamation mark. I'm taking you to the Phi F dance, exclamation mark. What? That is, if you want to go with me. Want to? Oh, Todd. And she was around his neck once more. <laughs> I want it more than anything in the world. So, yeah. it's, it's dramatic. It is. Invitation. It's what she was going for and she got it. Well, she does always get what she wants. She does. The blurb, the blurb doesn't lie. <laughs> really doesn't. So they go to the dance. They do. But Todd is just kind of staring at Liz the whole time. Yeah, like a big old creep. Yep. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, no one has any manners, by the way. It's really None. Just, None whatsoever. Like, I get that you took the twin, that you, you inexplicably took the twin like, that yeah, you Why would he ask fancy? Jessica if he's just going to go up at Liz all night? <sighs> he really is a big idiot. Yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> but we do uh, I think this might be one of the first appearances 
of the droids. Ooh. Do they appear in this dance? Um, Surely. They kind of play it every dance. Yeah, they're, they're, they make a, a bigger... Uh, a bigger appearance in in the next in the book. next book, I think. Yeah, but um, yeah, Todd just moons over Liz the whole night, mm-hmm. and then when Jessica tries to get off with them afterwards, <laughs> he gives her like a peck on the cheek, and she's absolutely outraged. That's like that the, he doesn't want to maul her. It's the biggest insult mm. in her life. She's so offended. Then a man has, uh, or a man, a boy, sixteen. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, has rejected her. Yeah, and she does something really terrible. She does. This is really, it's actually really bad. And yeah. like as an introduction to Jessica, it's like, this is a terrible person. Yeah. So yeah, she kind of runs up to Liz, mm. who has gone to bed because she probably got home earlier. And she just starts crying and tells her that Todd tried just about everything. Yeah. And like cries. Yeah. And uh, like sort of, you know, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't believe it either. I even remember saying to him as I was fighting him off that I couldn't believe it. Ooh. It's so gross. It's creepy. horrible. And uh, this is one occasion where Elizabeth, you know, she's angry and she's uh, she's right to be angry. Mm, yeah. Well, if you know, if what Jessica said was true. Yeah. Which of course it isn't. Which of course it is not. Um, but uh, then she's you know she's she's incredibly miserable. And there's an amazing bit where she equates all the things that are making her miserable. Um, because we're going to talk about the subplot at the end. Mm. But all you need to know at the moment is that there is a planning dispute over the school playing field mm. and that, football grounds yes and that uh, Mr. Wakefield Ned and sexy old Ned sexy Ned who <laughs> looks like an older version of Stephen <laughs> their brother also sexy yes they're a sexy family <laughs> <laughs> oh god that sounds so wrong um, but he is working on this case with Mariana West she's a divorcee yeah we know what that means apparently <laughs> I didn't really yeah, apparently she's up to no good because it's not like the 20s I didn't yeah. think that being divorced was some like incredibly shocking thing but like every time they mention her name it's like Mariana West the divorcee <laughs> it's like that's her full title her t- yeah she's yeah. a lawyer it's on her business cards and divorcee lawyer slash divorcee but these are the, the things that are bothering Jessica or sorry bothering Elizabeth Says she couldn't remember a, li- a time when life had been such a mess. Everything was in a shambles. Her father was chasing around after another woman, and her mother was blind to it. The money grubbing fowlers were grabbing the Sweet Valley High Gladiators football field away from them, just when they had a really terrific team. Aww. And who was trying to stop the fowlers? The Patmans, who were just as bad. A formal English garden. Because, yeah, that's what the Patmans want about there. Inexplicably. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. The whole disgusting mess was now in the courts, which only threw her father and that woman lawyer, Marianne West, together even more. And to top it off, Todd Wilkins had turned out to be practically as bad as Rick Andover. So, okay, Todd trying to rape her sister mm. and her parents from possibly getting divorced are equated with the Patmans. <laughs> I mean, wanting to make a garden. A fancy garden on the football field. It's yeah, like it's some like, sense of abortion, Get Elizabeth. your priorities in order. Yeah. She's, um, it's it's not really the same thing. Really not. But I suppose, I mean, maybe she's just feeling like everything's wrong. <laughs> and she's... It's, it's a list in no particular order, maybe. We yes. Could, we could it's not of... an order of importance. <laughs> yeah. I really hope not. <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and then, of course, she thinks that she's just mooning over Todd. Uh, again all the time and she finally oh there's a bit where Todd comes up to Liz at school and forgives her yes forgives her for going to Kelly's and she's like it's uh, so gross what the hell in fairness again she has a little moment of righteous anger where she's like 
what the hell? Yes, you don't. <laughs> kind of storms off and just isn't having it because as far as she's concerned, he tried to attack her sister. So. Yes, so not only is he a, a attempted rapist, <laughs> he is deigning to forgive her, forgive her for, for something, something that's none of his business. Yeah, and also that she didn't even do. Yeah, well, that's true. And it would be his business. I mean, even if she had done it, it's like... It's nothing to him. You don't get to forgive somebody for going mm-hmm. to a pub. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Todd. Whatever. So he's... Uh, he's just a dick, really. Yeah. I mean, he's an idiot, but he's also... He's, yeah, I guess he is. Yeah. That um, was a dick move, right? But it doesn't last that long because uh, soon the twins are kidnapped by Rick Adler. Oh my god! They're in the Dairy Burger car park I believe. Yes. And Rick just kind of turns up and manages to get into the car and start driving even though both mm. twins are in it. Yes. So it's like okay well first of all there's such a thing as like a door lock on a car Yeah. and also they would have had to move over to let him into the driver's seat and it's like just don't let him in? Well also I was confused about how they managed to squash Elizabeth and Jessica sort of onto the same seat. Then realised American cars with no gear stick. Gearbox, yeah. So it's one of those illegal looking bucket seat. It looks like a couch, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So you can have three in the front. Yeah. Mm. I mean, very unsafely, obviously. Well, of course. So so yeah, uh, he's still calling uh, Jessica heaven. He does. And in fact, he calls them heaven and heavenly. Ooh! Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's, he's expanding. He's on quite this the name. He will not give up on. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite the wordsmith. He really is. Um, just you know, he's giving Elizabeth a one for her money. But he actually is. Uh, maybe he should be writing nice and nice. <laughs> Heaven and heavenly are up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> At least that would be a bit more creative. It's than a just, item. It is. Yeah. Learn from uh, Rick. Learn from Rick. Rick for the oracle. <laughs> Oh, if only the, he hadn't dropped out of school. The potential. Oh, so much potential. Mm. But, of course, they're saved by none other than Todd. Mm, he sees the whole thing go down and he's like, what the hell? He pursues follows them. them. He follows them in his car to Kelly's, doesn't he? Yes, it's the parking lot of Kelly's yeah. because, I mean, Rick, you know, if you're going to be a creepy kidnapper, like, make a fresh location. <laughs> like, you're just going to your usual haunts. Returning to the scene of the crime. Yeah. Um, but then Todd sort of becomes a ninja. He's like, Rick punches him. But then after that first stu- stunned pause, Todd didn't miss a beat. He came to life in a fury of heart short jabs to the middle that sent Rick jackknifing to his knees. Wow. Todd just goes bananas. Like, <laughs> yeah, he beats got, the crap out of he's Rick. He's got some rage issues, like really. Yeah, it's, it's like he's slightly worrying. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's not like Rick didn't deserve you know, a punch or two. Absolutely. Not condoning but violence, he but he did. went for it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, he leaves him sort of, you know, choking with his own in blood. In on the ground. <laughs> yeah. But then, of course, the twins see all this go down and Liz, still under the impression that he tried to assault Jessica, just like runs up and tells him he's great and kisses him. She brings a trembling hand to his face. Mm. Yeah. There's so many terrible it's messages. It's holy as well, isn't it? And then... This is a really classic Jessica because she says something like she never wants to see Kelly's again. And mm. then Todd says, like, what did you mean by that? Uh, again, you know, the again bit. Well, I don't, Todd. But how do you know how rough it is in there? And he goes, <laughs> I really am simply too worn out to go on with this. <laughs> and then runs in. Before either of them could say another word, Jessica had skipped into the house. Amazing. Skipped. Just, yep. yep. Skippity skip. That's how she rolls. And then she, uh, she Todd is... Todd is sort of Liz you mean like that wasn't you the last time 
Yeah, no, and <laughs> she re- she realizes he realizes that Jessica was actually telling the truth. Yeah, they eventually figure it out between them. Yes. The two masterminds figure it out. And then Elizabeth brings up the, you know, assault and Todd is like, "What?" <laughs> and gradually the truth comes out and uh, Todd shook his head in confusion. How could it have all happened? It was impossible. Well, in a more realistic uh, book, it would be impossible. Yeah. But we're not. We're in Sweet Valley now, bitches. Nobody so. acts like a normal person. Yeah. So then they basically... They plot revenge, don't they? Yeah, it's like revenge shit. Wakefield style is pretty it's, lame. It's very lame. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to outline the okay. big revenge The, the massive revenge Ugh. plot is... So, yeah, the kind of the premise for the revenge is that... Mm-hmm. The eyes and ears author for the school paper is always anonymous. But if the kids find out who writes it, they, that person gets thrown in the pool. Mm. Like Dallas style. Oh. <laughs> if only, or dynasty style, Ooh, yeah. you could get like a sort of Joan Collins style. Get some big earrings in there. Yeah, somebody getting scrap. pushed in the pool while wearing Amazing. a glittery that would be much shoulder padded yeah. jumpsuit. But there's none of that. There's just the pool. Mm. So, <laughs> so Elizabeth tricks Jessica into dressing like her. Because and Jessica has previously worn Elizabeth's little tuxedo shirt that we previously oh, mentioned. Yeah. So Elizabeth wears that on this day. So everyone with, thinks she's Jessica. With a little bow tie. Oh, adorable. Oh, and ridiculous. <laughs> she's like a little Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and Jessica wears like some shirt and jeans or something that belongs to Elizabeth. It's not a very Jessica outfit. It's like chinos. Yeah. I mean, J- Elizabeth wears terrible clothes. Yeah, but because of, of the way they're both dressed now, everyone thinks they're each other. Yes. So the kids spot. They find out Elizabeth is <laughs> is the author of Eyes and Ears. So they grab Jessica, thinking she's Elizabeth, and throw her into the pool. Yes. And that's it. And that is the revenge. That's the revenge. So that's a revenge for multiple lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Accusing someone of assault. Yes. Letting her sister take the blame for what is in Sweet Valley considered a scandalous, a terrible crime. Um, and uh, just basically being a giant bitch. Massively. And... Oh, she gets thrown in a pool. It's a hair wet. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. This is a shit revenge battle. It's Elizabeth. so bad. Yeah. Like, Ugh. just think a bit more about it. Like, it is really, it is not good. No. But it, but the book then ends as all sweet valleys do, with a little, little taster of the next book. Mm. So it ends with Enid turning up at, at the Wakefield split level ranch house <laughs> in tears. And she says that something terrible has happened. I can't even tell you. It's so awful. But I know Ronnie is going to hate me and I could just die. I'm afraid I'm going to lose everything. And then we get the tagline teaser line. A little trailer. Do you want to do the honours? So, what is the dark mystery in Enid's past and how does Jessica use it to her own advantage? Find out in Sweet Valley High number two, Secrets. Also (gasps) published this month because that's a ridiculous amount of time to be writing books in. (laughs) I think they must have like... Dumped like the first 10 or something all at once. Surely. Because they did come out in the days when I was looking at the backs of them in the Arte Castle bookstore. There would be fresh ones quite frequently. Amazing. So they were coming out over here really regularly. They were great enough. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at like what year they were were first published, they're like in multiple editions and loads of them. This was March 1985. We printed 1985. We printed twice in 1987, twice in 89, twice in 90. Uh, like this edition is from the early 90s oh my god that I have so like so they were many reprints so many and uh, they were just I mean I suppose it's almost like getting a magazine yeah 
magazine of it's like, insanity. Yeah, it's a little soap opera every week, but yeah. it's like, and especially the early ones, they're very episodic, and mm. they they bring in a lot of the next set up for the next book yeah kind of sort of yeah as a, as in the first sort of 10 or so but we uh there's also the subplot yes so sexy divorcee mariana west yes woman Ooh, uh, lawyer yeah. <laughs> how dare she <laughs> so yeah the twins think that their dad is having an affair with this woman but yeah they're working on this case with the football field and it's so weird that this football field is up for grabs at all because yeah it's like who runs no, this school that you've let the lease run out there's no explanation for it it's really, really weird yeah and the, the Sweet Valley Gladiators, uh, for that is the name of their football <laughs> oh, their team. Football team. Uh, American football, obviously. Yeah. They, um, they like, do sit-down protests. They do. And Elizabeth is covering the case because sometimes she does things that aren't terrible gossip columns. <laughs> so when, it, uh, when Mariana... <gasps> <laughs> and uh, and and, uh, uh, and Ned win the case. Mm. She actually gets to meet Mariana for the first time, and Mariana greets Elizabeth warmly. Ned told me what beautiful daughters he had, but I had no idea. This trails off. I listen to Elizabeth because she's such a, a vain narcissist <laughs> who thinks she's gorgeous. She's like Elizabeth blushed, overcome with confusion. Mariana was no phony. Because <laughs> who would lie about the Wakefield hotness? I yes, mean, who would? Who could not be completely sincere when mm, they said something like that? It's a true test like, of character. Just when like, they were so overwhelmed, supposedly by your beauty, <laughs> that they couldn't finish a sentence. Obviously, she's sincere. Just trailing off. She's no phony. A gop at <laughs> how amazing they are. And actually, then they all come. Uh, yeah, first of all, Elizabeth is like carried around in triumph around the school by. The gladiators, because she has reported or something that the field no. saved. Who even knows? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> um, and then the Wakefields have a dinner, and Mariana turns up. Yeah, on her own, of course. Mm. Um, and Stephen is not alone either. Oh, that's true, because he has brought his new girlfriend. Yeah, Trisha Martin. Mm. She's from the wrong side of town. Yeah, Sweet Valley does have a wrong side of town, but literally, the Martins are literally the only family who live there. Yeah. There's like train tracks, and then just the Martins' house. Yeah, that's it. And it's like a shack. <laughs> it's like a shanty it's like a Hooverville sort of oh God. like self-created shack mm. because poor people are you know all sort of apart from Trisha herself because mm. she's quite saintly but like they really equate poverty with character yeah because they're pretty bad it's it's really bad and everything's like grubby and filthy and yeah, it's just run down and ramshackle it's, it's, like, it's not like Calico Drive <laughs> So, um, split level ranch houses here. No, God, barely two floors, I would say. <laughs> Actually, we, I have no idea what a split level ranch house is either. So, yes, Americans help us out with that because it's, it's very confusing. Um, so, I know, Karen, that you, you are very good at noting the many outfits in Sweet Valley. Have, did, can you remember any particular gems? I think, I think really in this, this one, one, it's that tuxedo shirt is the real kind of standout. The bit. It's it's pretty it's pretty classy. <laughs> oh yeah, this sounds like a job for my new tuxedo shirt Elizabeth offered. <laughs> <laughs> the times and only a tuxedo oh. shirt will do. But it's a beginning, Jessica said quickly. Could I wear the pants too? I think I've been had. And the little bow tie. Oh. <laughs> it's quite the outfit. It like, really is. Why'd you go to school in like a sort of you like a fancy waiter kind of. Yes. I don't understand. Does it sound very like it does not sound like Marlena Dietrich. No. Looking incredibly hot in a in evening dress. At a top at a, hat. Or at a top hat. Mm. 
I just can't, really Jessica, Jessica could not pull that off I don't think so either it doesn't it doesn't compute but uh, yeah I think after that then there's pretty much just like a, a slinky blue dress that Jessica wears to the dance yeah which she probably got in one of the two shops in Sweet Valley the mm. sets or Foxy Mama <laughs> oh it is it's it's the shopping capital of California oh, just the most ima- unimaginative names ever. yes it's kind of amazing um I also did some counting. So yes. Some, um, we've got some stats here. So the Sweet amount of times. Stats. Hey, love some stats. So the amount of times that the twins' blue green eyes are mentioned, mm. they get eight mentions. That's not that many, actually. It's not that many, but like, I don't know, maybe they're kind of easing us into it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the blondness. Oh. Also eight. Hmm. Mm. Well, it was mentioned, I suppose, I, I, multiple times in the first. That's you know, it. I think they're maybe really it was intensity. Home. Really? Blondness, yeah. yeah. That makes it feel like it was way more than that. Mm. But uh, Liz cries, or at least as mentions of Liz, you know, being in tears or tears or something like that, like 19 times. What? Yeah. <sighs> She's a sap. She really is. She really is. And there's like 15 times when people blush. Mm. It's a lot of blushing. That is a lot of blushing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are very easily shocked. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it doesn't take much. If you said like, I saw you having a cab. In, in in a park, you just like they probably spontaneously combust. It's true, yeah. So you know, it doesn't take it doesn't take very much. Basically, no. they're they're a, they're they they're not very. You know, I, I actually hate the whole thing. Like, you need to be more th- thick skinned or something because that's usually quite judgmental. Um, but I have to say, it's in Sweet Valley, like they're they're a bit oversensitive. Um. And on that damning judgmental note, <laughs> the only note you could possibly strike, really. When really, it comes to yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed our very first episode. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at svhpodcast or email us at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can follow the podcast network at hspodnetwork or at thisheadstuff. And please, please, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Formerly iTunes. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, or please, where, uh, rate and review. Yeah, and, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And please tune in to episode number two, in which we will be discussing Sweet Valley High, book number two, Secrets. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.